Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Does It Hold Up Sequels and Reboot podcast. This is the podcast where we pitch you a sequel or a reboot based on the movie we discussed last Friday in our normal podcast. This is a shortened version podcast for us. And last Friday we were talking about... The Nightmare Before Christmas. So that's what we're going to pitch you today. We're going to pitch you either a sequel or a reboot based on what we decided on if we thought this movie held up or didn't hold up. I know I'm going to be pitching a sequel. Mm-hmm. And I will start. Okay. So, my sequel is a little weird. You're just going to have to roll with me. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> We're talking, this This movie came out 30 years ago. This is a great way to start it. <laughs> 30 years ago. I'm prepped. Now, with the new movie. We're bringing back every original character that we can. Now, unfortunately, there are some voice artists who are no longer with us, like the voice artist behind Dr. Finkelstein. So we're just going to, he'll be there. We're going to draw him in, but we're not having him talk. I'm not replacing anybody. Okay. Okay. You don't want to find like uh, vo- sound-alike actors? No, I do not. Uh, I feel like them just being in the movie is enough. I don't, That's fair. I don't, he's not a big character. He's not after. a big character, so it, it's fine. If anything, like I'll have him start to talk, and then somebody will cut him off, and it'll be great. It'll be funny. <laughs> so here's the premise. It's been 30 years since Jack tried to take over Christmas and learned his lesson. Since then, they've improved upon Halloween year on year until a point came where people didn't seem to celebrate Halloween as much. And Halloween Town started to kind of lax a little bit. Jack went off and had a family, had kids with Sally, was kind of getting out of the game. The whole Halloween Town was like working at only half speed because the human world just kind of gave up on Halloween. It wasn't as big of a holiday as it was during the course of the, during the events of the original movie. Fo- follow me? You yeah, with me? I'm, okay. I'm with you. I'm following along. So... Because they're only working at half speed and everybody's kind of just not giving it their all, this is the perfect time for another holiday to invade Halloween Town. Okay. And that holiday will be a Halloween. A Halloween. No, it's not another Halloween. (laughs) That'd be weird. It's a holiday that a lot of people just gloss over and they want more recognition besides a singular group of people. And that's St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> so St. Patrick's Day is all about just getting drunk. Like, that's it's kind of what it's come down to. Yeah, at the end of the day. But the residents of St. Patrick's Day land don't like that. They're only noticed by a small group of people, the ones out drinking, the ones out partying. They want to be more recognizable from every aspect. And they figure the best way to do that is to take over a different more widely accepted holiday. And that's Halloween, because they're the easiest. They were thinking about taking over Christmas or Easter or something, but they're all running at full capacity. They're on edge. They're too hard. Halloween Town, though, because they've slipped over the years, oh, perfect candidates. So all of a sudden, you got a bunch of leprechauns invading Halloween Town, and they do it sneakily because they're magic, and they can they come riding in on rainbows and throwing gold around, and it's, it's, it's a massacre. 
right? They don't actually kill anybody. Let's not kid ourselves. <laughs> it's still a kid's movie. I'm just thinking how stereotypical it is. For well, absolutely. <laughs> it's 100% stereotypical. It's a kid's movie. Fair. It's what this is. So they come in, and they don't kill anybody. They just capture everybody because they think if we get everybody out of the way, we can slowly change Halloween into another version of St. Patrick's Day. And that's what they're going for. And it's all because of the big head honcho himself, the king of the leprechauns, St. Patrick. Now, I know that's not really St. Patrick in real life. That's not. I mean, yeah, this is a kid's movie, though. But so. that's his name is St. Patrick, and that's why it's St. Patrick's Day. It's his day. He is basically the Jack Skellington of St. Patrick's Day land. Okay. And he is voiced by the always phenomenal man who gets to use his normal speaking voice, which we don't hear often, who just blew us all away earlier this year, 2022, in a comic book movie. Do you know who I'm going with? No. The guy who played the Penguin in The Batman. Oh, The guy who was in Rouge. Yes. The guy who was in The Gentleman. Yes. Colin Farrell. I do love him, and I love his accent. And he gets to basically be, like a mob boss gangster guy, but like kid friendly. (laughs) And he's sending his little leprechauns in to take over Halloween town so they can morph Halloween into a second St. Patrick's Day that's more widely available to people. And they capture everyone. Jack puts up a fight, but they capture everybody. Except one person. And you know who it is. Let me guess. Oogie Boogie. Of course it's Oogie Boogie. This is Oogie Boogie's redemption arc, (laughs) right? So for 30 years, this man has been locked away on the outskirts of town and only gets to come out for Halloween. But because Halloween's been slacking year on year and people are becoming less interested in it, Oogie Boogie doesn't even get to come out every Halloween now. He's really been isolated. But when the whole town gets captured, he's the only man who can save the day. And so he becomes our hero. And by saving the day and fighting off Colin Farrell's St. Patrick, he gets welcomed back into Halloween Town. And just like the end of the first movie, they're now reinvigorated to make the best Halloween that they can. And we get to see an increase in the, the want and the need to have a big Halloween because Oogie Boogie's got all these brand new ideas. And it starts gaining popularity again. I should have known yours was going to be an Oogie Boogie redemption Of arc. course it was. That it's, was your wow. huge thing during our original podcast was that you don't think he's a villain. I don't think he's a villain. And I think this is a great opportunity to make him a hero instead of just whatever he was supposed to be. <laughs> and can you, a 30-year redemption arc. And in this movie, we'll get a little backstory onto why he was even, like, banished in the first place. Why he was pulled from town and kind of isolated out alone by himself. We get a little bit of that backstory, and we get to see him. At first, he's like, oh, this is the best thing ever. I'm going to be king of Halloween Town now, and I'm going to do things my way. And he's kind of a dick at first. Mm -hmm. But he gets that nice change throughout the movie. Where all of a sudden he's like, it's just not the same if I don't have everybody in town. 
if I don't have Jack, if I don't have Sally, if I don't have the mayor, if I don't have these people, it's just not the same. So he sets out to save everybody. And then he, he, he rescues everybody so that they can do a full-on battle with all the leprechauns and St. Patrick. And Jack is going to square off with St. Patrick because he's the king, right? Mm-hmm. He's the pumpkin king. And he steps aside. And he's like, Oogie, he's all yours. <laughs> and Oogie gets to take him down. And it's just triumphant. The trumpets roar. Beautiful music is playing. Danny Elfman's score is going to win Oscars. It's going to be brilliant. And Oogie Boogie gets celebrated. But you're not the king of Halloween Town. They've done away with that. He's just now a member of society. He is welcomed back into town and can live among them. And that little ending bit that we get is just one year later, them prepping for the next Halloween. And Oogie's just throwing out ideas and just having a good time. And they're prepping for the next Halloween. End of movie. That is the perfect sequel to The Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, you're throwing the word perfect in there. Oh, it's perfect. Without damaging the first one at all. That's fair. Okay. Okay. All right, your turn. What do you got? I am going for a reboot. Although I really, really love the original movie. I wouldn't change too much. I honestly have just like almost bullet points because I want the story to kind of flow the same exact way. I just have a few things about these characters that I would like to change. And that's mainly from our our main three characters of Jack, Sally, and Oogie. Um, I'm going to begin with Sally's changes because hers, I feel like, actually can affect the rest of them a lot. So I want Sally to interact with Jack a lot more because I like the idea of their romance. I just don't like how it seems to come out of nowhere in the movie. So I want them to interact more. I want them to have more time talking together. And so that when they become a couple towards the end of the movie, it makes sense and it feels earned. Another thing that I really want for Sally is that she doesn't get her premonition about how... uh, About how Christmas is going to be ruined. Is that, is that, you want to push that premonition where? I want to push it back. I want to push it back until after she makes him the suit because I would rather her be all on board with Christmas, with her, his uh, idea, until she gets this premonition in which she actively tries to get him to, t- to, to stop, to be like, no, this isn't right. He obviously pushes her off because at that point, Everything has been going good, going well. He thinks it's great. And so she then puts the fog in. Wait, 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 wait. You're going to take her premonition from like the midpoint mm-hmm. of the movie to the end of the movie. Are you making, hold on. Hmm. Are you making this a rom-com? Is she going to run through the airport to stop Jack and confess her love? Is that what you're going for? Not, Please say yes. I mean, a little bit, but not entirely. I don't want to change too much about the original movie, but I feel like moving that premonition backwards gives her more agency, and it gives her time to interact with Jack on a more upbeat 
level than her just being like, I don't think your thing's going to work, but I'll do it anyway. Yay. So that that is like my number one change that I would love to see done is for her premonition to change, which fixes a lot of problems I had with her and a lot of problems I had with Jack. Okay. So you fixed her premonition. Yeah. What else does, do you want to fix about the original? I want to fix Oogie Boogie. No. Moving on. Next. No, no, I, no, 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 no. Do you want to fix him in he's the perfect. slightest of ways? No, he's perfect the way he is. Because I'm the Yogi Boogie Man. Come on. That's not even his song. I don't know what that was. <laughs> it's just I got, throw so, I got so thrown well, off you by you saying that. You might actually be excited for some of the changes that I make. Is because I want to know his position in the community a little bit better. So I actually propose another song be in the mix and it's kind of the community being like the crimes of oogie boogie why you know how he takes things a little too far and that's why he's you know on the outskirts so he gets a uh sweeney todd type song where it's he gets to like is he the one singing does he get to participate i think he can yeah where he's like this is what i did (laughs) yeah because i don't think he's like remorseful about it because it's not i don't want him to be like I eat people like that was a major issue I had with the movie. I just want him to be that kind of person that just takes things a little too far. And that's why he's been put away is because they just never know where he's going to go next. And he doesn't have to be remorseful about that. He's just enthusiastic. He wants to have this crazy, scary Halloween and that is okay, but he just takes things too far. So I, that's what I really want to change about Oogie sing, Boogie. Sing me a line of the song. I don't have any of the lines of the song. I am not a songwriter. I will leave that up to Danny Elfman. It was just 15 years ago when I was walking down the street and I jumped out and I screamed at the people and then I bit their heads off. We said Something we, like that? We don't eat people. Oh, we don't. He, he doesn't okay, my people. bad. My bad. Continue. Yeah. And that leads to that little other part where he doesn't try to eat Santa or Sally. He's just really messing with them, like, hard. Because I, that was just the weird step too far that I was just like, you're made of bugs. You eat bugs. So why are you trying to eat this human? Does he still get the jazz flair, though? Oh, yeah. That's all I care about. Oh, yeah. He still gets to be jazzy. Yeah. Perfect. I don't mind that part of the character. So that, those are my main changes. Like I said, I don't want to change too much. I think those little minor tweaks would make this movie a lot better, at least in my mind. I did come up with uh, character, voice actors for the three main people that I'm doing. Okay, so do you want to also update the claymation? Like, I know you had a problem with that before. Yeah. It was a little janky. You could see divots in them and stuff like that. Do you want to keep that so that it matches no or do you want to fully update it to like leica if you guys don't know leica studios they make wonderful wonderful stop motion some of the best movies i've ever seen and they're all stop motion should definitely check out everything they have to offer they have a new movie coming out in 2023 don't know the name of it but i'm super excited for it (laughs) Uh, do you want like them to like take it over and and fine tune it and kind of polish it or do you want to leave it a little a little janky reminiscent of the original? I would 
like to see it updated. I want to see that animation, that claymation. Leave it claymation, because that is iconic for this movie. Leave it claymation, but just update it. You kind of have to with all the changes that I'm making. You know, you have to add in a whole new song where you're going to put that. And I would almost get rid of Sally's song. At least it can't be the way it is in... Bye, Sally. <laughs> She's still a major part of the movie. She just, I don't like her song for what my new movie would be. Bye, Sally. <laughs> That's all I got. Bye, Sally. So you're taking things, you're moving things. So much is changing while also being tiny little changes. So I think that updated claymation is necessary for my new movie. Okay. I'm not mad at the changes you made. Mm -hmm. But I got to say, that might be one of the most nitpicky reboots I've ever heard. Probably will be the most nitpicky reboot ever on this podcast. Probably. That was like a, I'm going to reboot the entire movie because I didn't like these two things. See, I put a lot of thought into this reboot because, like I said, I don't think this movie held up. And it's for the reasons mainly of like, I didn't care for the characters anymore, so I changed them. I changed the flow a little bit just to really work out some of those kinks that just held me up. Okay. I'm going to regret asking this because you said you have voices, like actors that you want to voice these roles. Mm -hmm. Who? Who? Which characters? I have Jack, Sally, and Oogie. Okay. <laughs> Mainly because I feel like I can't have the exact same voice actors. I mean, you absolutely could. They are all still alive. I know, but... Um, but... Okay. I figure updated version. I... Who? Okay. I, I have no idea where this is going, but... Who are the voices? Which one do you want first? Uh, start at Jack and go to Oogie Boogie. So Jack, Sally, Oogie Boogie? Yep. Okay. Uh, for Jack, I have Taryn Edgerton. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I think he could do the voice. I We already know he does uh, voice acting in animated movies. He has done that before, and he can sing. All of my actors can also sing their parts. So is Jack British now? Yeah, why not? Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, okay, I'll, I'll reserve comment until the, the until we hear all of them. I mean, it's, you can comment away. Who's, this, this who's Sally? Who's Sally? Sally I have as Amanda Siegfried. Siegfried? Seyfried? Seyfried. Seyfried. Amanda Seyfried. Okay. Bug Eye Girl? Bug Eye Girl? Yeah. Okay. Seyfried, not Siegfried. She's not part of Siegfried and Roy. <laughs> I don't think she owns a I don't know her personally, but I don't think she owns a tiger. I will say I am absolutely terrible at pronunciation. So um, when I look at my notes quickly and I read it, and I'm just like, yeah, that sounds right. Well, you already know how I feel about her, so move on. You have that feeling when seeing her. that You wouldn't see her in this one. I have that feeling about her. Move on. <laughs> All right. And my Oogie Boogie, the one, the only, Jack Black. Okay. Now you have my attention. <laughs> he is so good with doing voices. He can sing. And I think he would have that kind of uh, chaotic energy that Oogie really needs to work. So I, I think... Jack Black is the best pick. You're not wrong. Jack Black. Jack Black. Jack Black. <laughs> I'm not the only one. 
Jack Black <laughs> is the right pick 98% of the time. Yeah. So he can sing. Mm-hmm. He can dance. Mm-hmm. Everybody look at your pants. <laughs> this is the safety dance. Um, no, he's a great choice. He's, I'm not on board with the other two. Like I knew I'm, they were going to be a little bit out there, and I knew I was going to have to fight you on Amanda, but... Like, I am drowning in a flood because I refuse to get on that arc with those two. I am so far off the boat with those two. Really? Oh, absolutely. Amanda could definitely do the voice. No. That little high-pitched voice, her singing voice is very beautiful. Sure, if you say so. Although I did just take out Sally's song, so I don't know why she needs I, to sing. Yeah, <laughs> she's in the ensemble for the rest of it. That's fair. Um and Taron Edgerton, I, I like him. I like what he did in the animated Sing movies. I like what he did as Elton John in Rocket Man. Mm-hmm. He's not Jack. See, I wanted to give him the chance. Like, I struggled so hard on finding my Jack. Because who did Jack originally was absolutely perfect. So, so just bring him back. Just bring him back. I didn't know that was an option. I figured it's I had to an create new people. If there's, if they're still alive... They can do it. Like, then, yeah, I bring him do... back. No doubt, hands down, bring the that pair, because it wasn't just one person, bring that pair back for Jack, because that is the quintessential Jack. But if I had to replace him, I was, I was throwing it out there. I, I'd give him the chance. I'd give him an audition. You are nicer than most casting directors in Hollywood. Who would be like, that's a terrible decision. We are, no, no. See, Probably I want to see read. what these people can do because I know he's great. He's fine. Um, no, he, he. I'm sure he would do an okay job. I just, I'm picturing it in my head and the movie's not even made. It probably will never be made. No, no. And I already <laughs> want to throw it out the window. Aww. Just picturing him as Jack. I'm sorry. I was, I, that's harsh. Um, the little harsh. the changes you made, I'm on board with. Yeah. Those two people, no. Jack Black's a great call, but at the same time, it's like the guy who did Oogie Boogie originally is still alive, and his voice was was perfect. Yeah. Like once he, again, I did this based on if I couldn't have that original cast. That's fair. I will allow that. I guess. You should. I should. Um, I would just, yeah, keep the original cast. I like the changes you made. I think if they were going to redo the movie, those are some of the changes they definitely would make. Mm -hmm. I think they also are like, eh, we need them to have more interaction. We need, why is Oogie Boogie this? Why is... So I think you actually pointed out a lot of stuff that other people most likely have opinions about, questions about, concerns about. So like, yours totally... is plausible. That's like the best thing about yours mm-hmm. is if they were going to reboot it, they wouldn't change it much. It would be those minute details like you just did. Oh yeah. And I think no. that's what works. Because it is such a great movie. It just has those little bits that just don't work anymore. And it throws off the entire film for me. Now I can totally enjoy this movie and I do, but if I could have those changes, I would. <laughs> All right. So, my final thoughts on your reboot. Mm-hmm. It's good. I think it doesn't change enough of the original to warrant it. Yeah. If they were like, if this was a brand new IP and they were making it from scratch, 
this is definitely the things that they would do. Like, if that original script was written and put on somebody's desk today to make it for the first time ever, those were the changes that they would probably want to pick, want to make. Mm-hmm. But I think having this movie already, your reboot is completely superfluous and and wouldn't need to be made. Oh, trust me, I agree. <laughs> um, I I had to reboot it because that's you know part of this podcast, and because I decided it didn't hold up, I had to reboot it. But I don't think it should ever be rebooted, ever. Agreed. So, <laughs> and that's okay. Like I like I appreciate that you did the assignment that you <laughs> rebooted it, even though it one hundred percent should never be rebooted. No, do not touch this with a ten foot pole. Yeah, or any size pole of that matter, like yeah. ten forty two. I don't care. Just avoid it. Yeah. Um, all right. You got anything else you want to add in? No, I... Do you want to tell the people out there how perfect my sequel is? I was going to say, I really want to see your sequel. Even though I know it's never going to happen. Yeah. Because Tim Burton doesn't want one. Yeah, Tim Burton straight up said, like, Disney wanted him to make a sequel after it became a hit. And he was like, no, this movie is a standalone. It should never be touched. And it's never going to be touched. But But hey, Disney, if you want to make a live action version of... Don't. If you I just are really want to see him as St. Patrick. <laughs> oh, you mean a live action of my yes. sequel? Yes, okay. yours. I thought not you were mine. saying they're doing their whole live action of all their classics. Yeah. Do not do a live action of this movie, Disney. Just don't. No, it, it wouldn't work in live action. But, but also, I, just, I really want to hear Colin. Hey, uh, Disney, you can hit me up at doesitholdup13 at gmail.com. Um, I am more than open to having a conversation about my sequel and how we can make <laughs> that work because it's kind of perfect. Colin Farrell as St. Patrick. Pump I feel it, like he would do it too. Pump it in. Oh, of course he would do it. And pump it into my veins. I would live on that. I think everyone would. All right. Well, that's all I got. What do you got? That's all I got. <laughs> cool. All right. So you guys know you can find us on all the socials, uh, Instagram and you no, Instagram and Twitter are does it hold up one three. TikTok is does it hold up underscore between each word. YouTube does it hold up. Facebook, we got a page out there with some fun stuff on it. It's just does it hold up. Put a question mark at the end of it. If you put does it hold up question mark, we're going to be one of the first ones that comes up. Come, like, share, subscribe, follow, share with friends, all that good stuff that you can do on all those things. And we'll be back on Friday with a new Does It Hold Up podcast going with a superhero movie this week. Ooh. So you'll have to check back in on Friday to see what that one is. The hint is a man can fly. <gasps> cool. That's like 60 million. It's literally superhero every superhero. Movies. They all fly in some way. Um, <laughs> All right, guys, that's all we got for you. You know the drill. Keep watching movies. Bye.